For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. This is the Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas. And I'm excited to have a guest that I am willing and eager to know all about. We've got with us today on the Private Talk Couch, pro heavyweight boxer James Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it up, give it yeah, up. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Hello, welcome to Private Talk. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you coming and taking your time out of your busy schedule. I know you have um, a big schedule of all kinds of things yeah. of working out, training, and doing all those things. Okay. So I appreciate you coming here. Oh, no doubt. Um, Private Talk is um, my baby. You know, I yeah. uh, was in the adult industry, and this is my segue into coming into being a media mogul of sorts. Right. So Private Talk is where I get to let my listeners know more about me, more about my guest, and right. by the end of this conversation, we're going to become good friends. Uh, no doubt. I'm oh. with it. All right, so let my Private Talk listeners know your background. Let them know a little bit more about you, where we can find you, and yeah. all these great things, James. Yeah, man, uh, I'm, a, I'm a hometown hometown kid. I grew up in South Central Los Angeles. Uh, you know, a typical L.A. kid. You know, grew up in the streets, the street life, the, the gang-banging, the, the, the homelessness, you know, the single parent. The typical things that the kids from the inner city, you know what I'm saying, come from coming up in L.A. You know I mean, so... You know, that's, that was my background. You know, I was one of those kids who was fighting every day. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just a fight because that's the way of life, but it's a fight for survival. You know what I mean? From, uh, you know, just being in an environment of where you have to pick a side, whether you're a blood or a crip. You know what I mean? And, and just having, uh, you know, pretty much very humble beginnings where we didn't have much. And it was, uh, you have to go out and get it if you want it. You know what I mean? Respect. Yeah. So did you always know growing up as a kid that you wanted to be, you know, a boxer? Or how did that whole you thing know, come into a play? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not one of those kids who grew up fighting, like, rec recreationally. You know what I mean? I grew up in the streets fighting. But I was never like, oh, I'm going to grow up and be a fighter. I'm not one of those kids who've been doing this since five, six, seven, eight years old. You did old. it to, like, defend yourself if you had yeah, to, not yeah, because yeah. you're just whatever. We did it for fun. You know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? Okay. We, we slapped boxing like the street. those backyard fights, like, you know, yeah, like, how the yeah. whole, like, Kimbo, you know, how that, those that things. That was part, I was the way of life. You yes. know what I mean? But my thing was, it was football, you know, first and foremost before anything. Yeah, you know I mean, once I got into playing sports. Um, but my dream was never to be a professional fighter. Yeah, you know I mean, that just kind of happened later on down the line, and, you know, it's funny, you'll do one thing and set your mind on doing one thing, but life will take you a totally different direction. For know? sure. It you know, opens up other doors to right, things that you probably right. didn't know that were going to happen. Most definitely. So were you wanting to be a, a pro uh, football player? Yeah, well, I did. I had the opportunity. Uh, I got picked up with the Roger Chicago Bears. Okay. Um, and at that time when I got picked up, I had already set my mind that once I'm done playing ball, I'm going to transition over and to do combatives. You know what I mean? Just straight MMA and kickboxing and Muay Thai and all that. And so... When I finally decided I was done playing ball, I went on and uh, transitioned over, and uh, from there it was just kind of took off. Was it something that, like, did you transition into it because it's something you felt like a release, like an outlet as far as, like, 
any aggression or things that you hit out or how, why, how did you go from switching gears from football yeah. and like, you're still hitting people, but right. now you're punching people in right. the face. It's not like there's no Just helmet to I'm a violent to. individual. That's what it comes down to. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like hurting. I want the truth. Tell us here. Okay. Top. James, tell us. <laughs> no, nah, but I just, I want to do something different. Okay. Um, and it, it, it's still a physical sport. Yeah. You know I mean, and, uh, I, I grew up watching all the greats. And at the time, one of my boys, who was Kimbo, rest in peace, uh, that's what when YouTube just hit and he was all over the internet beating up fools in the backyard. And my teammates pulled me in like, yo, Beast, uh, you should be doing this. You could do that. I'm like, yeah, maybe when I'm done, I'll try it out. I and, love and, and Kimbo. And that's kind of how it happened. Kimbo, I, I, he was a friend of mine too. Yeah. It was back in the day. He used to be our security for um, ah, in reality uh, okay. in the VIP and stuff like that. So I named yeah. my dog after Kimbo, actually. So nice, nice. Yeah, RIP to Kimbo. He yeah. was a, a sweet soul. Very, uh, you know, it's great to see his son, you know, kind of following in his footsteps yeah. too. Yeah, he looks sure. just like him. You do. Which is it's crazy. <laughs> um, so you did some backyard fighting yourself? Is there um, anywhere that we can find out there in some YouTube videos? No, you'll definitely not see that. <laughs> what wasn't no cell phones back then? What wasn't no no, no cameras out? What wasn't doing none of that? It was get down where you're mad at, South Central style. All right, I mean? there you go, there you go. So you go into you start with MMA. And yeah. How do you transfer over to boxing? How did you get into that? Because it's completely um, different, right? Correct. And even before boxing, um, it was MMA, kickboxing, and Muay Thai, and then boxing. So I've done pretty much everything combatively on a professional level. Do you think that that helps with your craft of being in the boxing, knowing a little bit of everything? Um, it's definitely, some of the things translate over. Um, as far as the footwork, like coming from being a kickboxer, every punch we throw, a kick comes off of that, or a kick comes off the punch, punch comes off the kick, so our angles are very different, you know what I mean? So that's part of the things I was able to bring over and translate into boxing, which also give me, you know, sort of a jump as opposed to guys who've been doing straight pure boxing their whole life. Because they're not moving their feet. Right. And, and at the end of the day, um, a punch is not harder than a kick. So we, we used to taking punishment and damage, so it, it wasn't hard to transition over. Do you have a preference, a punch or a kick? Which one do you want to take more? I mean, no, nothing to feel like kicking somebody in the head, you know? But uh, hey, whatever, get this job done, all right? I like that. I like that. So who were some of your idols growing up and, like, that you wanted to get into this business that you were, like, you saw them and they're, like, right. fight their, you know, their will to, like, be great, like yeah, legends. Right. Uh, people that I looked up, man, and that's is, is very slim. It's, you know what I mean? Being somebody who grew up in the streets with no male figure, no male role model. So it was a very small group of people who I could look at and be like, damn, I, I like how they conduct themselves or the work ethic they have. And that's, you know, of course, my man, Mike Tyson. Um, I look at people, Muhammad Ali, Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Walter Payton, guys, guys of that nature who had a tremendous work ethic. And because of that, they were at the pinnacle of their craft. Overall, upstanding yeah. guys, like, all the way around. Because I feel like it takes more than, it takes the craft, obviously, the initial right. part, but it takes, like, other things to make you a solid, I think, to be, like, a legendary. Yes. It's Correct. like you have to have all those key components. Right. How does it feel to be, you know, um, compared to legends like Mike Tyson and saying that, you, you know, you're the next Mike Tyson? How does that feel right. to, like, hear that and see, you know, your idol watch your fights and, you know, talk to you and, like, things like that? Right. Um, of course it feels good. Um, being somebody who you watch pretty much your whole life. It was all about turn on HBO and see the yeah. heavyweights, and it was Mike dropping fools, you know? So it's, of course, it's an honor for people, you know, to compare us, but at the end of the day, there'll never be another Mike Tyson. You know I mean? And I'm myself. I'm me. I'm James the Beast Wilson. It just happened that both of us being in the heavyweight division, we were on the smaller side of that division. So because of that, we have a very explosive style, a very aggressive and ferocious style, and, uh, that we coming to take your head off. So that's that's pretty much why we get that comparison a lot. Yeah, you know I mean, because 
That's what we got to do. We got to get up in their chest. Respect. I like yeah. that you say that, you know, there is no comparison of sorts, but you are your own. And right. so you say beast mode. What you right. you have, you, you strive through your whole career with saying that beast mode. Where did that come from? Um, Man, that started like in high school. Um, And that's just the simple fact of everything I did, I went 150%. I was the guy, I was the natural leader. I was the guy pulling everybody in, come on, we gotta train, we gotta work out, we gotta do extra reps, extra sprints, all this, that just happened naturally. I mean, everything I put in was 110%, and that just kinda, you know, how the beast mode came. came so did you come. call yourself that, or did somebody give you that name? That just came from my coaches and my teammates. And so just, you were just always the beast. Yeah, pretty much. It just, it's a certain mindset, a certain mentality, you know what I mean, that you gotta carry, and that's and that's what I had. So your quote, beast, no, beast mode or no, Beast mode. mode or no mode. Did you uh, trademark that? Uh, yeah. And yes. So with that, I see that you do a lot of, you know, uh, great things with you know, camps that you have right. for children and, mm-hmm. and uh, adults as well. Yes. Talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, one of the things I'm really big on, man, is giving back and helping out our youth, specifically foster care. You know, all the kids in probation and DCFS and uh, all the kids who are going through the epidemic of being bullied. You know what I mean? So... I started programs at these nonprofits, group homes all around Southern California where I'll go and I'll teach these guys how to defend themselves. You know what I mean? Of course, first and foremost, we want to be able to defuse the situation verbally. You know what I mean? But the reality is, in this day and age, it's... You got to learn to yeah, defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. You got, yeah. When it's time to knuckle up, you got to be able to knuckle up. You know what I mean? Sure. And the problem is a lot of kids, they just don't know how. You know what I mean? So because they don't know how, they're fearful. You know what I mean? So that's where I come in. I instill these tools in them, not only, I mean, to teach them how to defend themselves with their hands, but also it's building character. You know what I mean? Morals and values and things that, you know, nobody could take away from them for the rest of their life. Why do you think that you're so passionate in that? Is that from your upbringing and it's mm-hmm. something that that you that somebody uh, maybe showed to you and gave you that knowledge? Or why do you feel right. so heavy and passionate to, to give back to Um, Because I was one of them. I was I was that kid sitting in juvenile hall facing. Did you get bullied? I didn't get bullied. I defended myself. Okay. You know what I mean, I, I I wasn't the kid who was going to sit there and just take your shit. You know what I mean? So, but I've seen it happen. You know what I mean, I, and I've seen the effect that it have on on these kids. So, me coming from that, being in that situation, man. It's only right that I go back and, and, and share the knowledge and the tools that I have. I love that. I feel like, you know, everybody's given a platform for, right. you know, whatever it is. And if you can't give back, especially from where you're from and, you know, help right. better it on some, you know, levels, right. then, you know, we're not doing our job completely. Absolutely. And that's, again, with the whole process of being a legend and branding ourselves right. and, and being, you know, the best that we can really be. Right. And this, it really is just takes something that small, just going to speak. Because a lot of these kids, they don't really see a way out. All they see is what's right in front of them. You know what I mean? But it's not what you see in front of you. It's about what you could visualize and envision in your head of what you want yourself to become or what you want your future to look like. So I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a testament of that. Facts. So you, you're really heavy into kids, and you, you have your children on your yes. page a lot. Yeah. What do you, you know, do you show them the, the hard work ethic from what you do, and do you want them to be in the boxing field, or do you just kind of do it because you want to display, like display discipline and right. that whole kind of role? Um, you know, I don't really... I don't have I don't I don't care what they do. I mean, wherever they fight, play football, whatever you want to be an artist, a doctor, whatever it don't matter. At the end of the day, whatever road they choose to take, if they want to be the best at it, they're gonna to have to use all the tools that I'm instilling in them right now. You know what I mean, because at the end of the day, nothing's gonna come easy. You have to work your ass off for whatever you want. It's gonna be a lot of no's, a lot of closed doors. You know what I mean? And if you're a weak-minded individual, you ain't never gonna make it anywhere because you go throwing a towel, you're gonna to quit. So 
So that perseverance is, is, is so big. I mean, that's why I put them through everything that I put them through. I mean, so whatever role they want to choose, I'm all for it. But I can guarantee you they're going to be successful at it. I like that. Clap it up, clap it up. I like that. You know, it takes a strong man to continue to be present in, you know, life and just something that you want to instill what you either didn't have or just because that's that's your own, you know, and you want to always them have the best. 100%. So what do you have going on right now? What how, What is your training method? Do you have a big fight coming up? What do you have going on with you? Uh, so right, yeah, I got a multiple th- things coming up. Uh, first and foremost, everybody wants to know when am I fighting? When am I fighting? So private talk wants to yeah, know yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's one of the main things that I'm working on right now. So I'm getting some things together on the business side with my promoter, and my management team, and uh, hopefully there'll definitely be something. I want to say before the end of March. You know what I mean? Because it's long overdue, and uh, it's time for the beast to put these hands on everybody in this heavyweight division. Tell them, let them know. I want to see what the beast does. Yeah, yeah. Few different things, a lot, a lot of things actually. So, can you let our private talk listeners let us know where we can find you so they can follow you and look out to when that next big fight's going to be? Yeah, definitely, man. You can stay in tune, man. James the Beast Wilson on all social media platforms, man. And you already know what it is, man. Whatever you want to do in life, you can do it. I mean, it don't matter what stage you're at in your life, man. A lot of people always ask, "Oh, is it too late to do this? Too late to do that?" It's never too late. It's only too late when you make the decision for yourself that you're going to quit. So until that happens, man, the opportunity is there. As long as you willing to sacrifice, persevere, and put your work in, man, you go, you go accomplish what you need to. Beast mode or no mode. All day. So do you get, you say with the, no matter how old you are, do you get a big stigma because, you know, you're 32, mm-hmm. and the people always say, well, oh, you're not young enough, you're, you're, not, you're in this level of fighting at right. now. Right. Do you think, like, that, that holds you back? That's, like, the ageism? Because I feel like, you know, it doesn't matter what <laughs> age you are, but people right. stigmatize you because, like, oh, you're too old or you're too young or this right. or whatever. Right. Do you find that the same way in in the boxing world? Uh, I do get that question. Um, and even not for myself, even from other people who wants to go into it. Oh, it's too late for me. And, look, my thing is, on the straight boxing side, I'm coming in on the later end. But people forget that I have 10 years prior to that with other combative sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not just straight boxing. So, at the end of the day, man, it's about the amount of work you're willing to put in. You're I mean, just that's, an that's athlete what, overall. Yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. I mean, if you people forget. George Foreman won a heavyweight world title at 41 years old. Okay? So, it's, it's, it's about your mindset. It's about the work that you're willing to put in. So, what work do you put in every day? Like, can you put us there, let Private Talk know, what's a daily regimen of something that you do? Yeah, so my day pretty much starts at 4 a.m. So, like, I'll do... Every day? Yeah, pretty much. And this is a matter of strength and conditioning, Boxing and then sparring, or again on a night run. So I alternate it. Yeah, you know I mean, but pretty much it comes down to about six to eight hours a day of just straight training, from running to to boxing to conditioning, everything. And now that happens like you're not like you don't have a specific fight geared up, but you are gearing up to a fight. Obviously, right. always. Um, right. Is that something that you stay through every single day as a regimen, or is there right. certain times that you do it a little bit harder, more or less? I'm um, definitely when the fight is locked in, I definitely amp it up. So those those definitely are three days. But even if you know there's nothing signed, I'm still constantly training. So it's still a, it'll be a two a day. Yeah, you know I mean I'm okay. not just sitting around waiting till I get a call. No, it's beast mode or no mode. You put in that work regardless. So with all of that being said, you sound like a really busy man. How do you have time for relationships? What's your current relationship status? I'm single. You're I'm single. single. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that because <laughs> that you're such a beast mode at work, or is it because you just you know? Haven't found the right lady. It's because I'm a very picky individual. You know what I'm saying? It'll take a very lot to, to tame the beast, per se. So what yeah. would uh, tame the beast? 
I mean, you know, I I know it when I see it. Yeah, you know I mean. So you haven't seen it yet. You know, we have having sprinkles of it's it. It's hard to keep my attention. I can say. I want the truth. We want the truth here at Private Talk. You know, I told you. You know, we're at 15 minutes in this conversation. We're getting a little bit more comfortable. Right, right. We gotta be, we gotta be friends at the end of this conversation. <laughs> so, what makes you picky? Is it because like you get? Uh, I'm sure you get girls all the time from being groupies yeah. or slid into your DMs or like all kinds of you know those right. things. You're being from LA. I'm sure right. you get all kinds of girls. You know, throwing themselves out you. How do you like maintain and weed out the ones that you say that you're picky for? Well, I think for one, I mean, I, I'm I'm very for one, my time is very valuable. You know what I mean, so nobody's just gonna get my time. And I'm the type of person that, and maybe it's a bad thing, if I see one slight thing that I don't like, I'm done. So give us like, examples of one of those slight <laughs> things. Is it because what? Like her hair don't look good, she smokes cigarettes, she like her booty's flat. I, I got oh She's yeah, got we a flat don't, chest. Do flat booties, like what what's <laughs> what private talk wants to know, James? We got I got a lot of pet peeves. Ain't, we listen, we ain't no I got work. a lot of time, hey, don't worry. No, I see that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm very old school. You know what I mean? So for me, the way a woman should conduct herself, I'm, I'm very big on that. And I, I don't deviate from that. You know what I mean? I, I know what I want. I know what I don't want. And I don't make exceptions. So a freak you know in mean? the sheets and a lady in the streets? You could say that. That, that. that could sum it up. Most definitely. Most definitely. Be able to That's hold it down generic. when I need it to. Yeah. You want to get, you know, like, okay, tell me something and not, you have to be specific, obviously, right. that um, maybe you had seen, you were entertaining a female and she, there was a pet peeve of yours that you like, were like, oh, nah, and you never called her back again. You ghosted her and you're like, nah, nah, not happening. Like, what is one of those, like the top two pet peeves? Because I know what mine are. I'll go, you know, don't worry. At the end of this segment, <laughs> you get to ask me some questions because I'm putting you under the knife. So, you know, you're going to put me in the hot seat too. So uh -huh. feel free. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you some very simple ones. I'm not into attention whores. Okay. I mean, attention. Now, whores. does that mean the type of girl that's like selfieing the whole entire time you're on your date, like being like, "Oh, hey, let's take a picture over here." Hey, like that kind I'm of one. I'm not into chicks like, who, are, who are about the the, the old look at me. Yeah, you know I mean, who got to be up in every dude's face, and you know, I'm I, that's that's not my thing. Again, I'm old school. My lady, you hold it down. You play your part. That's the thing. A lot of women nowadays don't know how to play their role. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean. So. As far, but see, okay, this is why we need to educate private talk and, and myself as well. I'm a single lady mm -hmm. and I'm in this dating world that's really weird these days because right. I'm, I'm only 34, but I'm, I'm old school myself. Yeah. You know, I was married before. I'm happily divorced for five years, but yeah. it's different. It's very different. So like, what does that mean when you say to play their role? Is it obviously there's a, you know, for me, it's like a king and a queen, obviously, right. you know what I mean? Right. And you have to compliment each other. And it's a, right. you know a very like a back and forth and giving. But what does that mean? I'm the type to of man you? where a, wo a woman needs to submit to her man. But like playing, you know, cooking playing, and playing. cooking and yeah, cleaning cook, in the kitchen, cooking like and that cleaning, kind of thing? holding it down, taking care of the kids, taking care of the house. Yeah, you know I mean, can she work though? Can she work? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't fuck with do nothing bitches as they say. Okay, that's what we have so, to, okay. We're getting yeah, somewhere now. Yeah. However, with that with with her working, when I need you available, I need you available. Oh, so you're you very I mean? needy. Oh, you need a lot of attention. I don't need attention, but I need you to do what I need you to do. But you need tender love and care. You need to be, like, caressed by your woman. And, like I said, you're picky. So you're when not I want just it, have... I want it. Exactly. Yeah. On the, like, the hours that you When have. I want it, I want it how I want it. Give it to me. You're great. There is no, there is no, like there is no saying no. Savage. I like What is it. no? I like that, too. I don't like the word no. I always feel like there's always a yes coming around the corner. Yeah. What, kind, yeah. what is your sign? Libra. Libra? Yeah. I don't know much about you. I'm a Gemini. Okay, y'all bipolar, right? I'm not bipolar. I'm just really like I have the best of the best <laughs> world. Okay. I'm Puerto Rican and I'm Gemini, so mm. you know, 
Things happen. Feisty. Yes. Okay. I'm a savage too. Okay. And All right, savage. So relationship status yeah. with the whole boxing. Mm-hmm. Is it the whole, what is the myth? Is it really a myth or is it the f- truth of like, if you had a big fight, do you save your sexual, like your, your semen for yourself? Or is it something that you need to get out? Is it, cause everybody talks about it like, oh no, I don't have right, sex before right, right, a fight. Right. Like I want to know, is that just a myth? No, that's, or that's real shit though. It's real. I've done it before a fight before. And you've lost. And, and I, no, I didn't lose. Well, then it's okay. No, no, it's not okay because my <laughs> legs felt weak as fuck. It really, how it, long it, did it, you do it, it really, before? It really does affect your legs. I'm not but how long did you have sex before your fight? Uh, a few days. A few days and your legs were still? Yes. Really? No, that shit's real. I, I want to know. Tell us private. Okay. Yeah, so, so typically. So three like, days you had sex. Uh-huh. On your fight, you still felt, felt weak legs. Yeah, my, my, my legs. legs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do the right terminology for that. You're weak in your legs. Yeah, yeah. So, no, nah, I've experienced it, and I believe it to be true. So, but, you just did it that one time, and you're like, fuck this. I can't have weak legs ever again. It's not a good feeling, like, at all. So, that's not something that I really, I, I really want to I'm not a fighter, with. so I'm, like, trying to imagine what weak legs would feel like, but I have no idea what it would be. Oh, yeah, you, you probably know what it feel like. Just think of it in a different sense. But see, this is the thing, too, is like with men and women, when we come, it's very different. So when yeah. when a woman comes, I'm like, I have the most energy. I'm like, yeah, let's go run a marathon. And yeah. the guys, they come and they're like, man, I want to go to sleep. Like, right. I, like, they get really tired. So right. it's very different. But like, I want to like talk. I'm like, hey, so how right. is that? Like, what are you doing? Well, you just said it. <laughs> we're, we're, we're different. Saying. But three days later, like I, yeah. by three days later, I've already fucked four other times. I haven't like, <laughs> wasted that other time. So that's why I'm imagining weak legs. Maybe I have weak legs all the time and I just don't know maybe, it. Maybe. We got to find out. We need to do some more research on this. Uh, research. Okay. Yeah. Back to your regiment. You said you found out. What, yeah. how, what, how did you, what was the process? Um, I mean, each fire just gauge it differently. So like from that, typically, I mean, months, I try to go months without doing it. You go months? What's the yeah. longest? I'm a very disciplined person. Like two Obviously, months. for a boxer or any kind of like that kind of like fighting, I feel like or yeah. maybe just fighting. I feel like you'd have to be really super highly focused. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's the longest I, you've gone? About a couple months, two months. I would say about eight weeks. Yeah, like I'll, I'll be laying in the bed, pussy right next to me. I'm like, no, I'm good. No, you don't even jerk off. No. no. For what? Jerk off for what? If I'm a, if I'm a nut, I'm gonna get some pussy. But is it different from if you just nut and you're still feeling like? Weak legged, or is it just because of sex? A nut, is a, a nut is a nut. Now sex, yeah. Now we get some, some some hip work going. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's more strenuous than like you know just masturbating. Yeah, As I, if you didn't know what masturbating was, I, I, I like how you did that right there. That was not. Sometimes I have big dick energy, and I feel like I have one sometimes. I see. I, just don't, I don't know if it's the Gemini or the Puerto Rican me. I don't don't really know. <laughs> Private talk, I hope you're liking this episode. Make this sure you like and subscribe <laughs> to this channel because it's only going to get better. We've got beast mode with us and yeah, you don't yeah. want to miss any of this episode. So, yes, you like this conversation? We're getting I more do. friendly. I, we are. Okay, so you don't masturbate. You don't have sex right before a fight. You said months. You said two or three. Mm-hmm. Not that I wouldn't masturbate. I think every, but you just man, don't, every man has Well, yeah, but you're, you're looking for a fight. But as far as, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're being no. in a mental state to do your job. You're an athlete. Right. You're, it's like a right. big deal. Right. So, now, I, I have fucked, and I'll, I'll stop. 
So you get it there and just fucking oh, stop. Oh, that makes it, it's more it's more oh, okay. build up. Okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Rewind. I have control. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> so you're basically gonna give a girl blue lips, and then you're gonna be like, "Ah, no, I'm good, and I'm just gonna leave." I'll definitely stop. I mean, there's other ways to finish, and I'm not opposed to that. So you want her to finish by herself, and you stuck your dick in and selfishly was like, "Nah, I'm good." Oh, I've definitely made a few girls finish themselves, and I watch. Oh my god, you're so rude! Oh my god, huh. I'm appalled. But if it's right, I'm not opposed to. You know what I'm saying? I don't know hey. what I would do. I think I would be mad. I'd be really mad. I don't like blue. Lips. I've never had a girl get mad at me. If you stuck your, if you if you stopped fucking her, and you're like, "No, nah, okay, I'm, cool story, I'm out." There uh-huh. was as many pumps as I got, like. As many pumps as I got. <laughs> can't give me you, no more. Sorry. You're like a 100 pump minimum. <laughs> if you can't go past 101 or my legs get weak from my fight. Like, what is the regimen of what's going on? Now, before I stop. Okay. Ah, this is not we'll, we'll, real. We'll definitely make sure she gets Because if I was like, I'm like, uh, hello, what about me? At the time, I was looking to the air like, <laughs> something. He got a tongue, there. don't he? Yeah, well, that's true. But, okay. okay, you didn't say you were not selfish. You said that she could finish herself off is what you said. After. I said there's other ways to finish. True, but now you're trying to, like, wheel me back in. And, oh, like, no. no hey, hey. <laughs> so your mouth game is strong is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I want the truth. <laughs> the truth. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got a strong mouth game for sure. Hey, if you're going to tell someone that you got 100 pump minimum. Listen, I made that up, by the way, private talk. I, I, I see <laughs> how you gave me a, a, my minimum. Okay. For all of you future women out there, I'm sorry that I put the 100 pump minimum on there, but <laughs> I'm sure he's getting ready for that fight. How long is 100 pumps? I don't know. I don't pump. Are these fast pumps? I take the pumps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quick pumps, medium pumps. What, 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 what is this? How is your Are we doing game? it in intervals? What, what's going how on? is your pump game? My pump game. You're the one talking about what's the fast of the pumps. Is it like, how does your pump game go? I mean, you got to mix it up. I'm saying? It's a, it's With a, your pump game being said, do you watch porn? Yeah, I watch porn. What kind of porn do you watch? Mm. Now we get what's personal. Your, what's your search history? <laughs> if I were to take your phone right yeah. now, what thing on Pornhub would you have searched? Well, there's definitely nothing on my phone. <laughs> All right. You've got, a, you've got a secret girlfriend. <laughs> or kids that have, like, look at your phone. No, no, I just, uh, I, I, don't, I don't watch it like that, but I'm not. Because you're disciplined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course I have, and I'm not opposed to it. But I mix it up. I know what I mean? I'm, hey. So what is your porn? You like girl, girl? Do you like big booties? You like gang bangs? You like what? Just one on one? Yeah, I'm boring. Just one on one. Just, just hey, straight. Hey, I'm boring. You know? I like one on one. Nothing boring about that. Private talk. <laughs> we all like different things. Sometimes yeah. you need an intimate connection. Sometimes you don't need a whole fucking wild circus going on. You just do what you like. This is this is true. You just do what yeah. you like. Yeah. So you've never Wait, searched Alexis like? Texas on your search history? Stop. Pause. Rewind. What do you like? Wait, this is your questions come later after the show. Okay, all right. But I'll keep that one mentally <laughs> noted in my mind. My thing with porn, I'll let you know actually. Okay. I, I did it. I did yeah. porn for over ten years. So like I I never watched porn before I did porn, as weird as that sound. Um, but I was twenty one when I started in the business. So yeah. for me it was like those were my days of young, dumb, and full of cum that I was like, yes. And again, I didn't do everything in the business. I did it on my own timely on the way I wanted to do it. Um, but I feel like I got all those fantasies out, like all those things that people are like, oh, I dressed up as a nurse. Yeah. I was a doctor. I was, I, got, I was fucked on a rock. I was fucked in a hotel. I was yeah. fucked in a bed, in a fucking car. Yeah. You name it, I've done it. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it's just That's how different. I feel. So you've been doing porn, just not But I've never it. done But por- you've never filmed yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exhibitionist. <laughs> but do you film it on your iPhone? 
Oh no, no, no! There will be no footage. That's a lie, cause you looked, you looked away. You definitely have some footage that I you have. Say, you have some. Look, you swallowed real hard, don't you? Oh, you swallowed real hard. Now look. You swallowed hard. <laughs> now pause. <laughs> Maybe when I was younger, in my twenties, yeah, I was, I was all for it. But now you know. So you never search in your porn history, Alexis, Texas? I'm gonna do it tonight. Nice, nice question. I like that. Yeah. Or not question, answer. Obviously, got yeah. it. I also have an OnlyFans too. You can look at that too. Oh, yeah, okay. popping, on and popping. But are you disciplined right now, or are you like, are oh, right you only going to do one hundred hey, strokes? Right now, what's I'm going on? We're we going not... over hundred. <laughs> <laughs> what's the long or what is the multiple most times you've had sex in one night? Now, is this same person, multiple person, or what, what are we talking about here? Oh, because you're obviously kinky. Let's hear more. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the twinkle in your eye. Let's, let's hear this. Go. Um, okay, we'll go different people. Yes. Multiple people. In, in, in one, one night, in one day, 24 hours. Uh, now I feel like a... <laughs> it's okay, just uh, Yeah, one, one day, maybe four or five. Four or five? Yeah, different. People? Yeah. Different people? Yeah. I would talk. I'm a little taken back here. No right. judgment here, buddy. There is no judgment at all. Obviously, I this is a no judgment uh, zone at all. But mm. it's funny because most people are like, you know, since I've done porn, they're like, oh, wow, you've done so many things, which I definitely have. I just yeah. told you about. Right. But it's just funny because I'm so prude in other things, like my personal life most times. Sorry. But I am. And so it's like, yeah. I'm like, wow, good for you. But it's like, <laughs> it's like I clutch my pearls like, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> all right. So, um. Yeah, what was the other part of that question? It was, you said the most times in one night, and then... Yeah, four to five multiple people in a 24-hour period. 24-hour period. Yes. Okay, how many in the one person? Uh, one person, uh, so basically how many times did I nut? Yes, with one person, 24 hours. Or I'm is that not your thing? I'm thinking about one session. Oh, session? Okay, well, fucking tell us that. I would say three, one session. So you, okay, so that means that you're like one of those people that you come and then you can like take a 10 second break and then come again and then again. Yeah, but, but listen. You're also, beating the it, pussy up, I see too. Look, you're not even just a fighter in the fucking, on, in the ring, you're beating the this pussy up. This is what up. I've been told, okay? <laughs> but, you know, it also depends on her. What does that mean? And what context? How stimulating she is. Well, isn't that your job? Is that my job? Yeah, to yeah, it's stimulate also, it's her. All, it's, it's also her job. She, if she's boring, I'm going to be over after I nut. This True. is what I'm saying. But I feel like because of a person like how you said, like, If a guy is boring, if a guy is whack, are you going to go in the world again after you get yours off? He's he whack, though. He's he wouldn't have been in my vicinity to be fucking if he But she didn't whack. know that. He, he won you over, you know what I mean? Big game. It takes game. a lot to win me over. And you know if, if your big game is no. not matched up to your sex game, it's never happened. But I feel like you know that, or I do. Maybe I just have, like, I don't know, a sexual dar, sexual radar. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you could tell who's I could see whack. your weak dick, your weak pussy. You're good, you're good, you're cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know, maybe. Okay, so hold on. Then what's your observation? Are you talking about yourself? Yep. I'll tell you at the end of this podcast. Okay. I can't, I can't, I can't blow the whistle yet. <laughs> All right. I like that. Yeah. So what would you, what advice would you give uh, your younger self? Since you didn't really, like you said, you went from being an athlete, then going into boxing, doing the whole thing. You didn't really know, like have a, an end goal of sort, but you have an end goal. What, what would you tell your younger self? Um, man, my younger self. You know what? Uh, that's weird because... 
everything that I've done, shit, shit happens for a reason. And if I wouldn't have done or made certain decisions that I made, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So. Well, I don't think it's necessarily something that to do differently, but advice that would maybe help you further along a little bit faster than you would have maybe currently. Okay. Let's see. All right. I would say this. Uh, <laughs> one thing that is very important, I think a lot of people should know, especially kids growing up, because they don't teach you in school, is take care of your credit. That is, that is a big one. I feel yeah. like I didn't even, not that I didn't know that, but I didn't know that. Because right. you could, like, even though you don't have bad credit, you have no credit, which is right. not, this is the same thing, which is right. bad credit. Right. So I feel like, I feel like in things in school, like, they definitely don't teach you about finances. They don't teach right. you about investing until, right. like, later on and things like that. I feel right. like that's definitely an important thing to educate people and really, sure. like, you know, if you don't know, Google it, which sounds right. silly. But, you know what I mean? There's other ways and different avenues. If you don't know something, somebody else will ask if sure. I ask something like that. So that's what you would tell yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. What would you tell someone who is going into the boxing industry right now? Um, it's a lonely sport in the beginning. Um, shit don't just happen. You know what I mean? You got to you gotta keep working hard. It's going to be good days, bad days. But uh, keep chipping away. Trust your process. Trust. trust your process. You know, especially in, right now in this day and age, everybody want everything right now. Fact of the matter is everything don't that's not it's not reality. You know what I mean? So the motherfuckers get no, they just go in the tank. Trust your process. Shit happened for a reason. You know what I mean? Whatever whatever happens is is to prepare you and get you. you know what I mean, so once you get to where you gotta go, you'll be prepared to succeed, you know. I like that. Do you have somebody that you have like an ideal match that you have in your mind that you want to foresee in the future? Yeah, Deontay Water. Deontay Water. Do you so that's like your is that what you want to be the next fight? I mean, shit, whenever it could get lined. Pretty much everybody who got a belt go after to see me. What it comes down to. Like a come you know see I mean? smoke. Yeah, pretty much. But definitely um, the WBC, especially as the American heavyweight champ. I mean, for one, we always ran the heavyweight division. And it's every, the green belt is the belt. So Deontay Water got to see me. Green belt, you coming for it. Yeah, WBC. I like that. How is it to sign with Golden Boy? It was good. Um, prior to that, man, I was talking to pretty much every major promoter in the sport and uh we chopped it up, and uh, we got some things we got to iron out, you know what I mean? So um, hopefully we'll get that taken care of, and uh, we'll, we'll go on this road and get these belts. All right, I like that. All right, Private Talk, I hope you are enjoying this episode. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and we're going to get to my favorite part called Truth with Texas. Stay yes. tuned. We're getting a little bit more spicy, a little bit more intimate. We're going to play Truth with Texas, and I hope that you're ready. I made you blush a little bit. I hope I'm ready. But you say you don't blush, so uh, we'll see if that's really true after this game. <laughs> All right, let's see right. if you're ready. So make sure you pick one of these. You're going to pick them all, though, so don't, okay. don't get too excited. All right, here we go. Um, all right. You got Ace, Ace of hearts. hearts. That's the romantical question. Ah, okay. All right. Hmm. <laughs> Let me do this to myself. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this one's a good one. Do you enjoy shower sex? No. Why not? When I'm in the shower, that's my own private time. Get your ass out the shower. You're one of those. I'm one of those. You're one of those. Yes. So, like, if you're having a session, you had sex, and she wants to have a shower, you're like, bitch, no, you're going to wait your turn? Absolutely. Yeah, I hate those people. <laughs> that is so not fun. Get your Save ass out the, the shower. the water. Save the water, people. <laughs> private talk. I like to take showers with people. It happens sometimes. All right, let's get to the next one. <laughs> All right. It's a diamond. 
Ace of Diamonds. All right, that's a spicy question. Where's the weirdest place that you've masturbated? Weirdest place that I've <laughs> masturbated in. <laughs> I love how you take a big gulp of breath, like, damn it. Because that means I know you've masturbated somewhere weird. Well, what would it be weird? I don't know. Let us private, in a private talk know. I don't know. In, in a car? And where in the car? Where were you parked? <laughs> <laughs> Not in front of a school. <laughs> That's good to know. You were, you were parked outside your ex-girlfriend's house? Fuck no. Fuck no <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. know. Like, okay. You know, I was actually uh, on the highway. You were masturbating on the highway? Tell Interstate us more. 40. I don't know where that yeah, is, but okay. It, it takes you pretty much across the country. So, so you were just masturbating. Maybe and like driving? yeah, like at a, at a fucking a truck stop, like in Tennessee. No, you were you were driving and masturbating at the same time. I've done by. that too. How did that? It kept me awake. How? Hold on. <laughs> I didn't even know this existed until right now because I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Do guys really do that? You drive and masturbate? Is this only on long road trips or like why do you? I mean, that's the way to pass the time. But you're driving what if, and, you know, shit starts just moving around. You got to keep yourself awakening. So, you know, How many times have you done this? A couple. <laughs> <laughs> you learn something new every day, private talk. I like it. I never knew that men masturbate while driving. I've heard, like, you fucking. You'd be surprised what men do. I mean, I'm not surprised by men do. I've been in porn for a really long time, and my, <laughs> and my fans are very vocal about all the yeah, things they do. Okay. Um, but I'm never surprised. Mm. Um, everybody, I mean, to each his own. Man, yeah, all right. Dry, <laughs> masturbating while driving. Where do you come? You just come. I mean, you put a fucking towel down and shit. Where, you're going to put a towel down while you're driving and masturbating? Yeah, That's just, a lot you, of work. You just lay it over your lap. You came in your hand. Don't lie. And then you rub it on a towel. <laughs> you took your sock off and you just, you know. I didn't make a fifi. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I know what a fifi is? Though? That is hilarious. I love this private talk. I hope you're liking it too. Make sure you like and comment and subscribe to private talk because you don't want to miss this shit. All right. Here we go. Let's see here. Okay. It's a club. The club is a kinky question. I think they're all a little kinky. All right. You got scared a little bit, huh? A little bit, slightly. A little slightly, slightly. All right. Um, If you could have sex anywhere in the world, where would it be? Anywhere in the world. It's a good question. Got a lot of options there. What would your option be? Who do you want to give the beast mode to, and where? I don't know. Maybe just on, on a on a beach in uh, San Tropez. San Tropez. Yeah. Maybe like a yacht in San Tropez. That'd sound cooler. Yeah. But it's well, your fantasy, not mine. I mean, no, we're on the beach. <laughs> we're in front of everyone. Fuck it. You want to fuck in front of everybody. We'll get it in. You're an exhibitionist. Yes. Have you ever fucked in front of anybody? Possibly. Possibly. That partners that weren't involved. That weren't involved? Yeah. Possibly. So even a cuckold situation? <laughs> Possibly. I think Possibly. that's a yes. <laughs> You've cuckold somebody's wife, haven't you? There's quite a few people who want me to do that to their wives. I knew it. You've done it, though. Look I, at your I've eyes. I've got plenty of offers. I can see it in the eyes. I've, Gemini's know things. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I'm low-key. <laughs> ah, I love it. All right, last one. All right. Low-key. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. 
Spade. That's my favorite one because it's a naughty question. So let's see. Hmm. What's your most embarrassing sexual experience? Most embarrassing sexual experience. Your facial expressions before all these questions are so cute. <laughs> They're just like, damn, should I tell her the truth or should I <laughs> no, make something up? No, I really, like, <laughs> I really, I'm really thinking, like, it's been a long time, so I'm trying to date back. You know? It's a lot that happened. So, Let us know. Private Talk wants to know. Heavyweight, heavyweight I, champion. Let's. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say there's really any embarrassing moments. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I just bet... I think for a guy. That's not true. Someone, no. We all have embarrassing moments at sometimes. Maybe something happened a little too quickly. Maybe something was with a girl. Maybe she, like, you know, did something to you that you were like, fuck, get out, or whatever. But get something, out? What is she in? In you. Oh, no. That's <laughs> not what I'm talking about. I mean, I, I would only I say maybe, like, like, I mean, if, if you come fast, that would probably be the most embarrassing thing for a, for a man. No man wants to come fast. How, what was the quickest coming time of your life? I didn't have my, my fucking uh, stopwatch on. But she did because she got mad and left. <laughs> no, she didn't get mad and left. He'll be fucked again. Because you were but like, hold on, baby, hold on, wait. the first one out the way. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> there is some men that, you know, that are really, you know, good at that. And then there's some like, man, I catch me tomorrow. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Never, coming, never coming back to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I guess that would be it. Maybe if I came fast before or something. Yeah. So that, that means you did come fast. I, I think every man's came fast before. We're talking about you, not every yes, man. Yes, I have, yes. Thank yeah. you. We, we want to yeah. make accountability here at Private Talk. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay, you, yeah. so you've came fast. Yeah, I've came fast. Okay. I don't come fast, I've came fast. I like that. Different things. I like that answer. All right, Private <laughs> Talk. I hope you've enjoyed me roasting him and giving him all she the tried truth it. with Texas. Oh, I did it. Don't you, don't you worry about that. We ain't did talk. it yet. Ooh. All right, we're going to take a little break, and then we're going to have me in the hot seat. We're going to have him yes. ask me some questions, because I know he's itching to do it. So make sure you stay tuned. Mm. You think you're ready to... Uh, Give me some questions, ask me some questions, whatever you need to do to make yourself feel that, you know, you've gotten the most out of this private talk podcast that you have. I, I shall try my best. <laughs> I shall try my best. Private talk, I hope you guys are uh, liking this episode because I think it's about to get crazy. There's some, you know, meeting of the minds. These questions are uh, coming from everywhere. We may have to phone a friend in a minute. We might, we might, we might. But I, I think I, you got it. I got, you got this. Okay, let's see. All right. Hmm. Have you ever not been aroused in one of your sessions? Yes, I have. Um, for me, I feel like, so when I was doing porn, I like how you say sessions, like it's so proper. So um, <laughs> I, I did porn and yeah, so it's been a while. It's been like three or four years. But when I was doing porn, I would say a good like 80% of the time was yeah. all real natural orgasms but there is room for error and in, in times of like even when you fuck somebody in your personal right. life that may not work may, chemistry may be right. whatever um but yeah so sometimes it wouldn't always be i can't say like aroused is not really thing because i could always get myself off mm -hmm. um because i feel like i'm a sexual athlete and so i feel like for me is i know that there's one thing that i can find about everyone that will make me fucking come because if i'm gonna fuck on camera then i'm gonna fucking come because what's the point so aroused is different. Like, I feel like when I was actually, like, into it, I'd say 80% of the time, but right. definitely room for air. So not all the time, but I definitely have never fucked, like, faked at orgasm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Personally, I have, but y'all never know which time I did. <laughs> <laughs> Keep you guessing, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, earlier you said that 
you have, you know, your little sense. and You can tell if a guy is whack or not before actually doing well, anything. You're with catching them. on to this one. Right? Yeah. That's what you said, right? Yeah. So, so far, what is your senses telling you about me? This is my question to you. You know, with you, it's kind of funny because I think that you're a very sexual person, but you're very, like, so disciplined that I feel like your sex for me may be too disciplined. Like, I can't have 100 <laughs> strokes. What if I want 102? Like, I'm not okay with, like, you know, I would be like, you know what? Your legs are going to have to be weak for your fight. Like, I'm selfish. I did porn for a reason. So I think that you're a skilled sex expert, but I feel like you don't give it up enough, so I feel like you're stingy with your dick. Mm. <laughs> Did she read me? I'm, I'm definitely a sex expert. That's that's I will. I just know that. I told you the truth. fucking truth. You're <laughs> at Five and Talk podcast. I'm telling the truth. You asked and you shall receive. So that's how I feel. Is that accurate? I feel like because you're blushing, I'm you're a little stingy. pink a little bit. I'm so I pink. fuck good, but I'm stingy with my dick. Yeah. I feel like you're you could be a good fucker because you're an athlete. You you're like you know what the stamina is and what it takes to like what you know what it could is. Could be or am. I've never fucked you, so I don't no, know. No, but, but I feel you like said you have your sense. But my overall is sense, sense is that if I were to like to like put my cards on it, I'd say yes. But depending on your time frame, which who fucking knows when you're gonna have a fight and when you're training, uh-huh. that's a lot of time. That's that's not a lot of big windows. Mm. I'm a selfish fucker. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need 102 <laughs> pumps. I need 405. I don't really know. Who knows? Some days I may need five. I don't really know. Sometimes I'm hornier than others. So it just depends. But yeah, I don't think that you're not a skilled sex expert, but I think that you're just stingy with your dick. That's your problem. Stingy with my dick. Maybe that's because you're stingy with the girls that you like too, because you said you're just picky. Right. And so this maybe this is not like, you know, you're not like, um, you know, I had two short not that long ago on my, yeah. on my couch and he was just fucking everybody. So it's right. not like, you know, it's quality over quantity. Maybe that's what you want to do. Mm. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. Last question. Phenomenal dick, phenomenal tongue game. I got to pick? Yeah. No, why? No, you have to pick. I told you I was selfish. That's just, good. Well, guess what? You, you, hear you, that? you can only pick one. You, can only you know, have from one. someone who gives blue lips to a lot of women out there, you're making me pick things that I'm making oh, me no, they, blue they, lips they, before they, 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 I no. even do this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, it's weird. It's hard. It's a hard game. Because, like, even with... Yeah, it's a lot. There um, we go. I'd have to say dick. But I like tongue, but I'd have to say, if I had to pick one, I'd have to say phenomenal dick. And then I would just find a girl to fucking with a phenomenal tongue. But I feel like that's why I, I like the best of both worlds. Like when yeah. I was in, in the business, I, my favorite scene was threesome because I had to be getting fucked and having my pussy eaten by a beautiful girl. And right. who likes that? Have your cake and eat it too. Right. So to choose is really hard, but I'd say definitely phenomenal dick. Okay. All right. Is that all the questions you have for Miss Texas? I got something. It's gonna be off. It's gonna be off air. <laughs> you heard that private talk, <laughs> off air questions. All right, private talk. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you love this episode just as much yes. as I always love doing them. Make sure you tune in, subscribe, and like to this channel. Until we meet again. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.